Hey beautiful soul, welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. souls thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast today today i am doing something i have to admit i'm a little bit nervous about something i have never done before insert drum roll please a live tarot reading with the incredible andrea from andrea sarah tarot she's an astrologist and psychic If you have always been curious about how to receive channeled messages and receive divine guidance on your journey, whether you are already practicing spirituality or not, you will love this chat with Andrea. If you know me, you know that I believe that business is a spiritual journey in itself that requires a huge, huge amount of faith and belief in manifesting something that is only a potential in your mind even if nobody else can see it, even if you don't have proof of it manifesting now or anyone believes in your ideas and goals like you do. So today you will hear me get spiritual guidance on my business journey through a tarot reading where I ask what the highest version of me wants me to know right now. Let's hit play. Hello, Andrea. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really pumped to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yay. So we're going to do something a little bit different today, something I've never done before, and that is a live tarot reading. So I'm a bit excited about that. But before Mm -hmm. we do do that, I would love to just give you the opportunity, Andrew, to just introduce yourself to the ladies listening in. Just share with them a little bit about what you do and a bit of your story about your why. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, so I have always kind of been like felt like I needed to work for myself. It's kind of a little bit of been a bit of a journey figuring out what that was. I even remember from quite a young age just trying heaps of different things. And I started a business when I was 18, didn't really go to plan. And then I started a coffee shop a couple of years ago. And then that has really been a definitely a passion. Um, but recently I have really dived into the spiritual side of things and kind of accepted some spiritual gifts that I had, had been blocking out. And I've kind of used that to connect with people via tarot. And I do this, um, as well as my coffee shop. Uh, I kind of do them split at the moment, which I am loving that type of balance and polarity, which yeah, is really in alignment. And yeah, I'm just love have, been so lucky to be able to connect with like only in such a short time. I've only been doing tarot and clients for like about 10 months and I've connected with so many people and I just can't imagine my life without it now. 
Oh, so amazing. I love hearing businesses that are so in alignment with what we actually are passionate about doing. Nothing lights me up more. Um, And it's so rare, but tell me a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about why tarot, Um, what, what helped, like what got you to this point that you decided that this was the way you wanted to and um, could and were gifted uh, with to serve your clients? And how does it help? Like what kind of clients, um, I guess, come to you? What do they come to you for? What is the problem that you're solving when you're working with them? Yeah. Okay. So I guess going back to the start, what got me into tarot was actually getting a tarot reading done. I think I only had my first tarot reading maybe two years ago and I was Mm -hmm. just like in shock. Like I didn't know what to expect or what to believe, but it kind of really shook a lot of like my foundations and where I was in life at that point. And it was all stuff that, you know, I knew, but it was someone else telling me. And, you know, sometimes you just need to hear it in a different in someone mm-hmm. else's voice that, you know, this is what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And it gives you that push to act. And it pretty much, it changed, definitely changed my life when I, you know, acted upon my tarot reading and I wanted to give that back to other people, you know, how it can be so empowering, just connecting with, you know, seeing like having no agenda, like getting advice from someone or, you know, spiritual guidance from it's either take it or leave it. So I feel like that's like more than like an authentic way to connect with people. And yeah, it's just, it's truly amazing. I think. Oh, that's awesome. And what kind of like, what kind of outcomes are your clients looking for when they yeah. reach out to you? So what what are some examples of like, I want to, is it like me just before like, oh, give me a tower reading? <laughs> like, well, I have no idea yeah. what, what, what I'm meant to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there is a few different types of people. Um, so there's a lot of referrals. So like if someone's had a reading and they're like, oh, you should do it so interesting, which is really cool as well. But on yeah. the other side, it's like I'm feeling really lost. Any guidance that you can pull for me is going to like make me feel at ease. And it's like to give that clarity of mind to give that redirection if needed, to give like that feeling like, you know, these are your feelings and they are valid and we can see and we can pull like without even anyone saying what's going on. And it's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. That comfort as well. Yeah. Beautiful. And oh my God, do we not all need that? (laughs) I feel like I almost need that every day. (laughs) So we were chatting before we jumped to the podcast recording and you said that because obviously when you had your first tarot card reading, it wasn't like an instant, um, like, you know, there wasn't this instant faith or belief in what you were being told. You obviously were, skeptical or maybe not as spiritual as you might be now what led you to exploring spirituality or did you have a spiritual awakening and what did that kind of look like for you what was that period in your life I feel like it all kind of like it was all very divinely guided I wasn't super I wasn't closed off to it because I had had spiritual gifts and it's been in my family but I didn't really want to you know, I didn't really see that as an avenue that I needed to explore. I just kind of was like, oh, I've got other things going. Everything else in my life would take precedent over like my spiritual side. And then it kind of just came yeah. to a halt. You know, I was dating probably someone that wasn't for my higher self when I was getting that tarot reading. 
And deep down, I knew it, but like, obviously when there's dating and feelings involved, we don't want to accept some hard truths and like getting a reading. It was like really, really highlighting like what I knew and it was married back to me. And I was like, Whoa, this is like, <laughs> I need to sort some stuff out, look at who I'm bringing in and look at what I'm attracting and what my energy as well. Not just like looking at it as a whole. And that did start my yeah. spiritual journey for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Tell me about, you spoke about, you know, being spiritually gifted, but suppressing that yeah. I gather that there'd be quite a few people out there that probably are in the same boat, perhaps yeah. are spiritually gifted and that might be part of their purpose. Um, you know, in, in their human existence or in this lifetime. Yeah. But what are some signs, if there are any, that you might be spiritually gifted or this is something mm. that you might potentially want to explore? Yeah, I think like the, well, for me, it was um, dreams. Like I would get messages in my dreams, um, very like different types of messages, different types of dreams. And I just knew sometimes there would be the ones that I would take really seriously are the warning dreams. Like they would be very vivid. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's like something my grandmother, like she could almost like predict car accidents and stuff like that, or like, you know, give mm -hmm. warnings and they would come into fruition. So I always like, even though I wasn't fully like working with my gifts, if I ever had a warning dream, I would like communicate with friends and family. But now mm -hmm. it's more, so if you feel like you have strong dreams or you can remember your dreams, I would, it's not to like go up and call everyone that you have a dream about, but just to record them, tune into them, see like what, how you feel about it. Um, because they are messages. There are the messages, you know, depending on what is in alignment from you, messages from your higher self or messages from like your, like a subconscious mind, you know, trying to get, they're trying to communicate mm -hmm. with you about something or there's something in your current life that, um, needs to have more attention to or more light shone on. So I really think that that is a good way to connect with yourself. And then having that connection with yourself, you are then able, you know, if you feel like you, if you can feel it for others, so it will be friends and family. Um, of course there is always like boundaries, like we don't want to like encrypt on people's boundaries, but then it can extend that way. Um, mm -hmm. but I feel like intuitively, like being able to read people, read, um, you know, kind of like reading the room, but more as a, like, can you pick up on people's energy? Obviously you can, some, most people can pick up if people are sad or happy, but then it goes a little bit deeper, um, into that, into reading people into like, yeah, energetic stuff. And that's mm -hmm. how you tune in and channel as well. But channeling starts with, with, with you. It's just more depends if you want to do that as like, if you feel like you're really in tune with yourself, if you want to do like be able to channel clients, then it's like stretching it out that way. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. I was, because I'm trying to piece it together in my <laughs> mind. And I would say then, is it a choice? Do you, cause like, you know, what comes to me in my head, um, is like the sixth sense movie yeah. where you literally can't help what's happening. Right. right. And you're just a victim to this spirituality, um, and this gift, right. That's yeah. how we, I kind of envision it in a movie, like in a Hollywood yeah. movie, but in reality, is it that it is a choice that it is something you tap into when you want or, um, when you're working with a client, if you choose to, or are you just a constant 
channel or does that open or close what is that like for you for me it's if I go to sleep like I used to be like when I started my big spiritual journey so a way if you I guess to like answer one of the questions if you're blocking out spirituality or spiritual signs is um I always used to listen to audio like to fall asleep like I love listening to podcasts and audiobooks it's good to do it while you're awake but I would use that as a clutch to go to sleep because it would block out messages for me and if you're having audio or tv or music playing while you're asleep it's really mm-hmm. hard for you to dream or it's hard for you to get messages because it's just so fun of background noise just like if you were out um, you know, at a club trying to talk to someone that's hard to get a message across. Cause there's a lot of like interference. Um, noise. Yeah. yeah. So I guess in a way I, if I really, I haven't done it in a very long time actually, but there'd be some times that I'd be exhausted. I would intentionally block it out. So putting on some type of audio, but now, like I would say for at least like four or five months, I have chosen not to block it out and not to fear the messages. And I think having that approach has helped me a lot better because I think when you are stepping into the messages, it is a lot. And sometimes you don't want want to go to bed like, Oh, here we go again, sort of thing. But, um, just letting go of any fear, you know, it doesn't happen every night, but when it does happen, you know, most nights I do dream, but some, there is different, but yeah, it's not really a choice when I go to sleep. Um, obviously there, as I was saying that you can block it if you choose to, but when you are conscious, it is more of a choice to tune into people. I try not to, because if you tune into every single person that you meet to, it's a little bit of like an invasion of their privacy. And it's also Mm. a little bit, it's also energetically draining. So, but for a client, if they're booking in a reading and consent, consent is given when they're asking for it. So then I tune in, I like create space, hold space. And then it's pretty much as soon as the words like leave my mouth, I pretty much instantly let that information go. So yeah, I, I don't know. I've created that relationship with channeling and tuning in with people because it is a lot of personal information that I am kind of collecting and kind of, um, marrying back out to them. And I do do it to protect myself and also not to retain everyone's like personal information all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I find this all so incredibly fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could just sit here and talk to you <laughs> for hours now. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just incredible. And I honestly don't know if I have any of my own spiritual gifts. I definitely have had very vivid dreams that ended up could have been predictions if I had used them as a warning or not even always, um, a warning. Like it, they weren't always negative things that manifested sometimes pregnancies. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, it's, it's incredible this, how it is the moment that you are around somebody else once you have tapped into this gift that is just so readily available to you and that it is very much you know creating your own boundaries around it as well so then how would you say you're working with a client and they've come to see you and they're just wanting some guidance is tarot the main way and form that you do that or can you just channel their energy and um is there something that comes through that way and is it from and oh my gosh these could be absolutely silly questions I'm just very curious right now and 
are the messages from spirit guides or people that have passed away around this person or do you know where the messages are coming from do you do you sense that as well yeah so depending on the client so when people because I do all my readings and client stuff all virtually just because of how the year has been and stuff like that. It's just been like a safe space for everyone. Um, So depending, I leave like space for them to like, there's obviously a few different readings they can pick from. So I have a general uh, layout for them, but if they've got like a massive concern or if they're coming to me needing really like a lot of guidance um, and, and I guess in like relationships, it does come through like a lot of guidance or, you know, in dating, like people have a lot to, um, talk about, it can be in like in a general sense as well. And they'll have questions and I'll be able to, once I've like created my space to channel and tune in, I'll read the messages and I'll tune into that, um, into that email, into that like notes. And then I will generally start the reading as like, okay, I read your notes. This is what's come through. This is, um, you know, then we can start the reading. Like I try to give both, but it's very much like, um, I don't channel if they haven't really like asked. So I just, um, mm-hmm. they haven't like got any bigger questions because sometimes, um, just say if like, Oh, just say if some, something with worthiness comes up, I'll be able to channel and tune in, tune into that. Um, but I wouldn't like go to the cards and, you know, talk about it through the cards because I feel like once I tune in, I already know the information. So I wouldn't turn to the cards and then I just use the cards as a tool to connect the channeling and the imagery, um, with the client as well. Yeah. Beautiful. And we were just talking before offline as well around the quality of the questions, um, from the client as well and how important that is when taking a tarot reading because I said, Andrea, how do you feel about doing a live tarot reading with me? And you said, well, what do you want to know? And I was like, I don't know. Am I on the right path? I feel like that is a common question Um, or like a typical question that you would um, want to ask, you know, someone that does this. But you said that, you know, we we want a higher quality question than that. Can you explain to the audience around what kind of, what are some examples of some really high quality questions that you can be asking then for the experience, I guess, to be beneficial and for you to get the most out of it? Yeah, I guess because, um, and every tarot reader will be like slightly different and every client, I guess, would be slightly different. But it's um, when just for using our example, like uh, am I on the right path? And in a spiritual sense, like everyone's on the path that they're meant to be. So the cards will tell you that, yes, of course, you're on the right path. But that's not necessarily what you are expecting. It's more like when sometimes when it could be, it's like, okay, how can I improve or like what can I, how can I level up to get maybe to where my manifestations or where I see myself, you know, what is, is there anything blocking me? Um, I really actually, I really love using asking what is blocking me right now, like from moving forward. Is there anything that I need to, um, is there anything that I'm missing or is there anything that is needing my attention right now? Because that's something, you know, what, when I use tarot on a weekly or a day to day, that is something that I tune into and depending on how, everyone is very individual and depending on the type of reading, it could be what blessing is next to come in. If you will feel like you need to be, if you feel like you need to shift your energy into more of a high vibe, or if you feel like you're ready to do some shadow work, it's like, what's blocking you, but it all kind of depends on 
where the person is at, but really narrowing it down to like, how can you take action? Because I'm all about action. Like, I'm like, okay, tell me what I need to do. Tell me yeah. where I'm going. Um, because, and I think that's the most powerful and how people get the most out of their readings. It's just like, it's not some, it's not super empowering to hear, to give a reading saying, oh yeah, one day you're going to get married and have kids and be happily ever after. It's like, well, what's blocking you is, can we talk about anything that like, you can be improving, you can be expanding, like give like almost like not, I don't want to say like homework, but self-improvement like that is, you know, channeled for you in a way. And yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, so yeah, good. Empowering, I think. So good. I think there was a moment there when we cut out a little bit Ooh. with the recording, but uh, what I heard you saying was it's really about the intention is so that you know the next actions to take yes. and you're all about, you know, what is it, what should I be doing to get me closer to the, to the goal or my higher vision or where my intuition is telling me to go. And then when you know where it is that you want to go, perhaps a really great quality question might be more around what is stopping me? What is an inner block? What is something that I need to overcome? Something that I don't have conscious awareness of, but that I should. And can you shed some light on that? Am I on the right track? Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Beautiful. Well, in saying that, I feel like this is a really great segue into maybe doing mine and listening to that in, in more detail and explaining that. Like, my intention would then be, um, some of my audience might know, but definitely my clients know that I have some really big goals in specifically my business this year in both how I want to impact my clients, but also how many clients that I want to impact. And, um, I have, you know, really big ideas and a part of me kind of knows the strategy on how I'm going to get there, but it can definitely feel overwhelming. Yeah. And, my question would then just be around, yeah, like what might my higher self want me to know about mm-hmm. getting to working towards my goals in my business? Mm-hmm. And yeah, is there anything that I might not be consciously aware of that is currently blocking me from moving towards that and taking the right aligned action? Yeah, no worries. Um, so you want, I'll, I'll shuffle on you'll just hear me shuffling for a little bit and talking to my cards. So yeah. Okay. I'm just going to tune in. Okay. Is there anything blocking Dina in achieving her aspirations in CR? Okay. They do want you to let you know that slow and steady wins the race for this. So even if, um, even if you have like, you're definitely on the right path and we were talking about that before, but Knight of Pentacles is coming through and he comes through like, you know, that, that message, like the tortoise and the hare and like sometimes the rabbit looks like he's going to win and, you know, he's all flash and stuff, but the tortoise wins in the end. That's mm. the message that's coming through for that. But it does show, um, you know, um, growth. It's like regardless of how um, quick it happens, there is a lot of growth happening. Um, so maybe just like letting go of any like time frames or strict time frames that you uh, put on yourself if that mm. is an environment. Um, what do you think mm-hmm. I was walking home? Oh, God, I just literally flew out. 
Okay, and we also have the chariot. So there is actually like a lot of um, a lot of fast moving energy, but the the pot the only thing that um, plays around with the chariot moving forward is fear based thinking. Like we go really really fast, and it all does seem about like the speed of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could be going down really fast, or something happening really fast, and then something fear based is fear based thinking is a pothole in the road, and it can kind of like um, make us like have to lose, like lose direction for a second and or, like regain um, momentum in a way. So just knowing that, um, and I feel like yeah. that's something that you already know. Um, now let's talk about blessings. So do you want to know, or is there something that was a question we want to know what your higher self wants to tell you in a general sense or something? Hey girlfriend, do you have a thousand little notebooks that you have collected from Kmart or that cute little stationery shop online, but you can never quite seem to put pen to paper for a journaling practice, even though you know that all of the most highly successful and effective people recommend journaling. But when you sit down, does your mind just go blank? It's okay, sister. Your girl has got your back. I know all the feels and have been there. So what I did was created a super effective 30 days of journal prompts so you can quite literally journal your way to a more successful version of yourself starting today. It covers everything from visualization to breaking bad habits, setting intentions and releasing limiting beliefs. No more chewing on the end of that pen, writing boring affirmations that feel like you are lying to yourself as you write them down. You know the ones I'm talking about, guys. Get your copy in your inbox now and head on over to the link in my show notes. Yeah, I feel like, well, both, I feel like both in business and if I can ask, I would love to know also about like my family dynamic and a lot of like when I, when I feel like I'm reflecting or maybe when I'm the most hard on myself, uh, mm-hmm. are questions around like, am I doing the right thing, things for my children? <laughs> and yeah. that's where a lot of like questions come up for me when I'm reflecting. And at the end of my day where I'm reflecting on my day where I won or where I feel like I struggled or where I feel like I'm most challenged, I'm always trying to balance my business with giving my kids um, as much of me as I possibly can and as much of me as they need. I don't know if anything, um, comes up around my family. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Is, um, any messages about her family and her family thoughts? Any messages in relation? Um, it does seem like there is a lot on your plate in regards to um, that. Just a few too many cards flicked out, and when I do readings like this, I'm just going to take one at a time. Um, any messages? Sure. Any messages in relation to her home life? Yeah, I do feel like um, there is a sense of um, we've got the three of ones here, and for me, I do read this card slightly differently. I feel like there is like you feel like potentially that you can always do more um, or be more or waiting for you know. Oh my god, yes. I just feel like you. It's coming through that in not like there is even like when I see you talking about it, I feel like there's like a little bit of guilt coming through. Like you feel like, and it's attached to this, like 
wanting to give them more, be more, but it's like, um, you know, when you're in that vibration, you know, it's just like, obviously it's coming from the best place possible, but it's being like quite harsh towards yourself and the energy that just being enough when, as you are and just knowing that probably within time everything will ebb and flow and you, you'll be able to give more at different times and just like releasing or forgiving that parts if that ever comes up for you and just like, yeah, like releasing any of that, um, trying to like do more and be more for them. Yeah, I really love that and that does make a lot of sense for me because it is something that I truly do work through and teach my clients as well. A lot of the women that I work with are entrepreneurs who are also mums and like I just say like I feel like we just get gifted this beautiful little package of guilt when our (laughs) kids come along Um, and we have to to work on releasing and then letting it go and I feel like logically um, and I think – like most of the time, even energetically, I don't carry around guilt. And I know that I'm really, you know, setting a really great example of what's available to my kids. And and I'm doing, I'm showing them rather than telling them what it is, what it looks like to really go and take action towards your dreams. But I really wanted, it's beautiful to hear like that message, I guess, affirmed um, from, yeah, like a the, the higher version of me or my spirit guides. Yeah, it's that's really beautiful and it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but I feel like all that stuff that came through, it's not like it's all like, you know, definitely this is like a lot of um, high-achieving energy within the cards, so it's nice to see for you. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That was really insightful and even – the, the insights in regards to my business, you uh, hit the nail on the head around me being a, like the time frame is zero, like it's zero <laughs> to, to hero in yeah. a very short period of time for me. I am definitely a goal getter. Yeah. Um, hence why, you know, I'm a success business coach is what I do. Yeah. I'm just, it's, it's part of the game. Like, and I find it fun, but I do feel like being reminded of that, with consistency and hard work, the time frame doesn't really matter. It's great mm-hmm. to have that there as something that I'm working towards, but also letting go and surrendering to um, like holding that faith that it is going to happen because I'm taking aligned action every day and consistently, but yeah. at the same time letting go a little bit of that time frame and accepting that it might not always show up and be delivered yeah. in exactly the time frame that I um, you know, I'm, I'm putting in my, let's say my planner (laughs) (laughs) or my strategies in business. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, I really, really love that. Yeah. It's all definitely building forwards. It's no go. No, there's no going backwards. And sometimes it's good to remind that in business and in like life, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. hundred percent. So good, Andrea. So, so, so insightful. I want to kind of just um, pivot a little bit now into your business and I want uh, just to give you the opportunity to share how is it that uh, the women listening in, how can they get in touch with you? How can they potentially work with you or just like find you online and hang out with you a little bit more on social media? Where do you hang out? Yeah, so I'm pretty like predominantly on Instagram and TikTok. It's just Andrea Sarah Tarot should come up 
um, searching that. And then also for bookings just on my website at Andrew Sarah Tarot as well. And yeah, you can see all the availability um, that's there. It's generally booked out a couple of weeks in advance, but we can always make space if something is urgent as well. Awesome. And the question that I like to ask all of my clients, especially the ones that are in business, for the women listening in that are feeling the nudge to take action towards their dream business or their dream life, if you were to go back to the you that was just starting out in business, what would you tell her? What would you tell yourself? Mm, I feel like there's so much. There's always obviously like a little bit of fear. (laughs) There's like the spiritual closet that I always joke about with like my friends that are into their spirituality. Like we don't want to have this other alias (laughs) and it's like, um, just like releasing the fear of like what people maybe knew about you before, because you're allowed to, you know, you're allowed to adapt and change and not let that be the reason that you don't post something that you don't start your own Instagram, that you don't start your own TikTok because you're not going to be for everyone and it doesn't matter if, you know, if people that you went to school did that look at your TikTok, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it's just like just start and, you know, just the benefit of starting is going to feel so much better. they like the worry about the judgment or feeling like you're not enough is going to fall away. It will naturally, I, I believe. Do you know what? That is phenomenal advice. I cannot tell you how much, even unconsciously, we don't realize that we don't show up um, to market our businesses and to show up as fully ourselves and accepting as fully ourselves online because of this block, because we just, we feel like we always have to be the person that someone knew yeah before we had this change or this growth in our life and when you say like that you know really how unreasonable is that is not the point of life to grow and evolve and if you're not growing and evolving shame on you like celebrate yourself changing celebrate these intuitive nudges and don't let that hold you back because if you are doing that if you are doing and sharing and just being fully yourself um in life in your personal life, the way you show up online, the way you show up with friends and family, it is so, um, it becomes so much less exhausting than suppressing your intuition and suppressing how it is that you want to show up in the world and online as well. So yeah, that's phenomenal advice. I absolutely love that. I'd say that there would be a lot of women, um, listening in that in in the audience that are wanting to start businesses or particularly in that, in that first year of business, how would you, um, say that exploring spirituality could benefit, uh, could benefit the women entrepreneurs, the female entrepreneurs, how can tapping into your spirituality or doing this kind of work with you, um, or anyone for that matter, how is that beneficial to a woman in business? Well, I do really believe that because I've kind of done both, like, you know, being in my divine masculine and being in my divine feminine, I believe like my coffee shop and how I run that is very in my divine masculine. But I feel like how I'm with my tarot is in my divine feminine. And I think that regardless of like, it's really important to kind of, regardless of like what we believe business was or is to some people, we can know that we can be in our, just in our being and attract business. We don't have to go out and like work really hard, like it can naturally just flow to you, which is kind of like a limiting belief that I've worked through 
But just knowing that mm -hmm. you don't really have to, you, want, you don't have to work 80 hours a week to have a business, you know, it's like just starting small and then building and taking those comfortable steps and having like, um, your intuition guide you in decisions rather than, you know, having a heap of, well, for me, I, I don't, I just intuitively like ebb and flow into like how I want to take the next step. So having a, being connected yeah. to your intuition, it will help you massively. And you can do that with like your daily spiritual rituals and they can be whatever that is, whatever that sparks you up. If that is just having five minutes outside on the grass with a cup of tea, that can be your spiritual practice. If it is meditating for 20 minutes, two times a day, that could be it. It could be even like a skincare routine. It doesn't really matter, but whatever makes you feel more connected to you, your divine feminine of just being and like how you feel inside, you're going to be able to make choices um, in business and life with so much ease, I believe. Yeah, so good. And I think that when we do enter into, you know, entrepreneurship, into business life, you can really get caught up in comparisonitis mm -hmm. and looking at what other people are doing and you're taking on often even clients that work for me. I always say this is a strategy that I'm going to give you, but what do you think about it? How yeah. do you feel about it? You know, what is it that your intuition says about, it? does this feel good to you? How can we uh, take some of this that we know is like effective marketing or branding and ensure that it's in alignment with how you want to run your business? Because we do like, you can very easily fall into strategy uh, copycatting other people's yeah. businesses models and modeling to the point that you're copying and then you really lose yourself and mm. your way and why it is that you started the business that you did. Mm. So for me personally, just having this reading with you today, for me it would be like doing this kind of practice um, or utilizing like your help to give me guidance would be to help, to help me return back to me in my business mm. and make sure that I'm making decisions and I'm creating from an intuitive place, which I am so, so passionate about. So this could be a really great tool. Um, mm. if that is something that you need a little bit of help with. Yeah. And I think that what you yeah, said about it's really awesome. Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I just want to touch on something. No, I was going to say it's awesome. Yeah. When you said something, yeah. about when you asked your clients, like, um, like how do you feel about that? I just think that's so powerful because with like e-courses and coaching, like I'm a hundred percent for investing in yourself, but it's sometimes I, when it doesn't sit right with me, when coaches like you have to do this for this result. And so it's so nice to hear that you say you get that feedback because it's so important that clients do what feels right for them because life isn't cookie cutter sometimes. So that's really, really nice. That's yeah. I feel like that's super important. Uh, so important. And this is why I take a really holistic approach to success. It's important for you to know and define what success looks like for you. One, I can't just come in and be like, right, your model of the business needs to change to this so that you can reach these figures or this type of revenue because business does need to make a profit. That's yeah. what business is. But what profit, how you impact the profit margin, how you sell all of that really, I realistically, it's not going to work unless it 
feels good for the client because that energy behind what you do it's like um you know I've even worked with like money mindset coaches have done courses on how to price things and we hear often like just add a zero to the end of it or (laughs) charge what you're worth and I always say to my clients forget about charging what you're worth because first of all no one would be able to afford that you can't put a price on your worth it's completely irrelevant to you know, what you're, what you're charging. It's, you need to charge according to what you believe is the the value of the product or the impact or the service that you're giving to somebody else. What is that worth? And how do you feel about that? Because smacking another zero to the end of it and wondering why, um, you know, in a sales conversation or when you go to sell your product or service, the person energetically is just so fearful feels like they're ripping somebody off and all of the things yeah it's not gonna work it's gotta be about what feels good for you and if any of that does come from fear or scarcity mindset well that's a whole different issue let's work through that first um but yeah getting it right is such an intuitive thing for clients and I'm I'm really all for that it's just and this is a really another really great tool I think for uh even my clients like I can think just getting that guidance and learning to really get back in tune and listen to themselves. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Oh, this has been so much fun. I've really, really enjoyed this conversation and I know the girls listening in are going to definitely want to jump onto your socials and connect with you some more. So we'll make sure that we're linking all of your links into the show notes um, of this episode, but thank you so much for your time today, Andrea. It has honestly been so much fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thank you. And I wish I'm wishing everybody listening in a beautiful rest of the day. And I will, as always, catch you in the next episode. Hey, business bestie. Thank you so much for choosing to tune into the Her Soulful Success podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the links, including my private Facebook group community, Passion to Profit, where I share even more free content, freebies, and live events for the ambitious business babe. If you loved what you heard today, you're going to love what I have in store for you. Everything from creating beautiful brandy, money mindset and wealth, nutrition for optimal energy and mood, to energy healing and anxiety management. I got you. I am covering like all of the things to support you on your journey to soulful success. So that you don't miss out on future episodes, don't forget to click subscribe and share the podcast with your tribe. If you share it on your socials, don't forget to tag me so that I can say hi and thank you personally. 